0: Hello to all those watching online today. Yes, praise God. Um, yeah, I just love it. Scripture says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, and we love not our lives to the death. And Revelation twelve eleven. So thank you for that testimony. Oh yeah, you can, you can go under. Yeah, fix the, <laughs> fix the spark plugs or whatever, right? Give me a new set of tires, fresh tires for the last ten laps. Um, but we overcome by the, by the word of our testimony, and so that built. I, you know, when you hear a testimony, you don't go, "Oh, that's awesome for them." You know, what about me? No, no, that's like what God wants to do for all of us, because He's not a respecter of persons in the sense of, "Well, you, you, I do, and you know." So reach out and receive that. Mom, now there, good. Okay. Reach out and receive that. <laughs> any area where you have need, in that that sense. Now, this may be a little new to someone. We're going to start here in prayer in a moment, but um, over the years, I've seen this prayer room. It's been open uh, most most each day throughout the day uh, for 12 and a half years. And when I first put the sign out, I had that sense that, in a sense, we were building an ark for the presence of the Lord that would abide, that would be one day come in use... Am I in a cave right now? He's working <laughs> on it. Okay. That would one day come in use when the rains came. And so um, I don't know fully what's, what's, what's going to happen in the, the days and months ahead. I'm kind of wondering like you, what's this going to look like with so much yeah. disruption in people's schedules? Yeah. Well, we meet the limits of 250 uh, or less out here. And this prayer room certainly does that. So uh, I'm just going to switch over to this. So uh, is it okay? All right. Um, that's all right. Yeah, just keep it working and we'll, we'll go for this. But I want to encourage you. Um, that's how I see this is a place where we can come. And even with so much time that we'll be having potentially to come and be before the Lord and buy oil, that your lamp will not go out. That in the midst of darkness, you will be a burning and shining lamp. So, Father, we thank you that we can come to you today as Father. Even as Scripture says we can call you Abba, Daddy, Father. We thank you for this day that you have made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. So we invite you now, Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you to be released in our hearts, to cause a divine combustion to take place, that we will have the holy fuel to walk out each day what you call us to walk out, to be who you've called us to be and to do what you've called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It is historic. In my 41 years of ministry, uh, I've never had a Sunday like this, where so many churches are forced to close or have shut down. Then last night, the mayor's announcement for Austin that, that... Gatherings of over 250 have to cease until May 1st, and it's March 15th. Never, it's it's unprecedented, it's uncharted water, but I was thinking last night, thank you, Lord, you're the one who charts my course. You're the captain, you're the navigator. He's the one who who leads us and guides us. This word is like the map, The Holy Spirit's our guide. Well, that mic, (laughs) me and the mic are not hanging together. The Holy Spirit is our guide. He's in you. You know the Lord. He's the paraclete. He walks alongside you. He's guiding us through. And in the guiding, in the uncertainty, I believe the Lord wants to draw closer to us. I believe this is an opportunity for us to draw near and for us to not just see him as God in control, but as, as the bridegroom king who, who like really delights in us, who enjoys us. He desires to fellowship with us. And so I love that. That our week yes, your week yes to be here, your week yes to, to get online and watch, yeah. that moves his heart. In a world right now where people are running here and there, you're running to Him. Yeah. It's better to be with Him where He is. Yes. And they sang a song in the prayer room years ago. The only safe place is to be with you where you are. So when I was in the hospital really bad off and they gave me some bad news, I went, ah, am I going to freak out or am I going to run toward you and not from you in my hour of need? So I thank you for being who you are today. And um, amen. Rick Joyner said, great challenges are great opportunities. Today, Friday was a state of emergency declared for our nation. Today, the president, yesterday, the president declared that today would be a national day of prayer. We get to be together to do that. So we're going to end my time here, our time, in a prayer meeting, joining with millions across our nation in concerted and uh, unified prayer. I ask the Holy Spirit, as I've done over the years before a meeting, before a staff meeting, before so many things, I say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying about this? What are you thinking? What's on your heart because you know i could tell you stuff i've seen or heard or you know my little quips and my little anecdotes and i want to know what he's thinking i want to know what's on his heart and i want to share some of those things they're in your notes here these are seven encouragements i believe from the lord that uh, or exhortations if you will that i believe the lord would, wants to give us in our spirit at this time? Seven things. I'm not going to take too long on on them, each one. But I've thought about this. With each one of these encouragements or exhortations, these are also served to cause us to mature in our Christian walk, to grow in love for the Lord and for others. And so anytime I approach the word or when I'm hearing a message I ask the Lord, I don't do this exactly with this language, but I approach the word with a spirit of dedication and a spirit of devotion. Meaning, when I look at these seven points, I say, Lord, I'm approaching them with the predisposed attitude, I want to follow through on these. That's a dedication. I want to obey your word. You know, we can read scripture and just go, oh, that's nice. Or we can read it saying, Lord, help me obey what I'm reading. Spirit of dedication and a spirit of devotion. Lord, cause your word to, spring more, to springboard me into greater holy intimacy with you. I want, to, I want to be more devoted and I want to be more dedicated. The first one, don't judge others during this time. Don't judge others for the decisions they are making at this time regarding safe distancing and shelter in place. You know, you can go, yeah, you don't want to, you know. Well, I'm, you know. Or, yeah, that that's uh, in the translation. Or you can say, well, you're not taking this seriously. Look at what the Amplified Version says. Do not judge and criticize and condemn others unfairly with an attitude of self-righteous superiority. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. I knew I was supposed to look at the Amplified Version, but sometimes maybe from now on I'm like, I don't know if I want to look at the Amplified. Because <laughs> it really gets you in the face, right? Right. Don't judge others. Our website, and I know a lot of people have put this, but actually Rachel came up with this wording. So Uh, we encourage, it says, uh, we encourage everyone to learn more about the COVID-19 safety and prevention from CDC and make an informed decision for yourself and your family based upon CDC recommendations. So everyone's going to potentially make informed decisions for themselves. Don't judge them. Just walk in that attitude because here's what happens when you judge others, you, so that don't judge them. So you will not be judged. You know, it takes energy. It drains us of our spiritual strength when we sit around and complain and judge. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be, I don't want to leak out right now. You know, well, they're just doing, dinner, dinner, you know, well, that, that's, it's like a reap, I don't know what I'm doing today with all my, <laughs> I really didn't have that much coffee today, so I don't know, but you're, 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 uh, w- when you go into that, it's kind of a, you reap what you sow, so don't expose yourself by setting yourself up as a, a s- superior, but also let's just kind of guard our faith. Guard our heart, guard our energy. Jesus warned in Luke 21 against dissipation, yeah. meaning, which means to, to, to diffuse out your energy. Don't, don't get so uh, overstimulated with, with media or this or that, that that your energy drains out. Think of a balloon letting out air. So we need to guard our strength. So don't judge. Number two, don't hoard. Don't hoard. Again, we should prepare, but um, for sure we should prepare and put a potential um, lockdown, if you will, a potential quarantine, you know, what, whatever they, what is it, shelter in place type of thing, you know, but, 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 but let's leave room for other people yeah. to get stuff. You know, I've been to the store a couple times this week uh, to Randall's to get like cleaning fluid and stuff like that, an aisle. An aisle of the store I know nothing about, right? (laughs) Home Depot's, I'm like that too, just so you know, Nate. What's all this? Um, But I found myself helping a lot of people this week because I'm not that tall, but I'm tall enough to get the last toilet paper (laughs) on the back. And they're all reaching thank you, son, for getting me then. You know, but I, you know, I take this, the eight, eight roll toilet paper and I use it as a stick and I knock the back one down and, you know, then I'm the hero, you know? <laughs> then I told the lady, now I'm going to fight you for that at the cashier, but right now, I'm letting you have it. Yeah, we had, you know, people are really open right now. People are like talking in the line and, you know, there, there's opportunity right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to just let that sit there right now. There's real, People are really wanting to talk and open up. Do we have on the preparation of the gospel of peace? Yeah, yeah. Are our feet shod? Are we prepared? Yeah. Not just intellectually to tell people encouraging things, but are we prepared? And I'm talking to me right now. Are we prepared spiritually to impart peace? Yeah, that's good. Okay. He, Jesus, when he sent out the seven, you know, two by two, what did he say to do if a house welcomed you? Let your peace rest on that home. I haven't even gotten to my point, so I better go back. <laughs> Well, I, do, I did have this one, the, the don't hoard. Now, this, this was a, a mistake. An Australian family uh, ordered, they were supposed to order online 48 rolls of toilet paper. Instead, they hit 48 cases of toilet paper. And so uh, that was an accidental hoard, but uh, in Australia, so you can't go get it the, from their house right now. <laughs> But uh hey, you can move on from that. So don't so don't hoard um, some verses on that, Luke 6.31. Uh Jesus said, uh, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Philippians 4 19 My God shall supply all your needs. Let's let the word kind of wash over us. Elijah didn't have food. God sent birds to feed him. Yeah. He sent ravens. 1 yeah. Kings 17, 4. You talked about Elijah last week, right? Or yeah. All right. The double portion. The double portion. <laughs> Romans, yeah, so let's see. Oh, yeah. Matthew 6, 44. Don't worry about tomorrow. That whole part of the Sermon on the Mount. Your Father knows what you need. By the way, Emily, you're standing up. Can you turn around? Everybody look at Emily over there. She's got her shirt, Austin Disaster Relief. I'm, I won't keep it too long right over here. She's going, there you go. Yeah. She's going to be at the table back there with some pages, if you want. There's some trainings going on this month. So we just wanted to make that available for you. Thank you. Now we're not going to watch you wherever you are headed. Um, Romans... Oh, no. Okay. So these are some verses to keep in mind about the Lord is our provider. Um, Third, don't react at a time like this. Respond. Don't react. Respond. I believe there's a difference. I believe when we react, it's this knee jerk Reaction that is that is originates from the soul. Responding originates from the spirit. Reacting also originates from the flesh. You know, like a gut reaction. Somebody cuts you off in traffic, and you know you react. So that your flesh gets involved. Your, you know, we have a soul, but the Lord wants us to be led by. The Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. So this is a, an encouragement for us that God can help us to respond in godly ways to situations rather than just react. Panic is a reaction. Responding in peace, in joy, in faith, is how God would have us to to live. Romans 8, 6 says, the mind set on the flesh, okay, is death, is separation from the, the, the flow of the Holy Spirit. But the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. So we have a choice. We can react or we can respond. I think that's just a good byword for how we should live the Christian life. Now, obviously, in the natural, if a ball's coming at you, you know, react, right? I'm not talking a physical <laughs> reflex, you know, but, um, but in the spirit and um, in, our, in our daily life. So wait on the Lord. Um, listen for his voice as you stay in the word with a heart of dedication and devotion. He will give you wisdom. We need wisdom in this hour. In fact, we may at the end in our little, in our prayer time, pray for godly wisdom for our leaders, for ourselves, because wisdom is, if you did not put that verse up there, then we're able to respond. This is, this is responding with purity in our heart, with ability, the desire to make peace, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruit and so on. So uh, respond and don't react. Fourth, uh, now this is a little play on words. Now, I just some of you who've studied Martin Luther, he, uh, he got his revelation when he was in an outhouse, when he was a bath, in a bathroom. I shouldn't have even, I'll, I'm just going to say, I was here in the bathroom, and I got this revelation. Uh, Corona is a Latin word, crown. Yeah. And so, crown and virus, when we say coronavirus, we're actually saying crown over virus. Well. Who wears crowns? King. Kings. What is Jesus called? King of King. kings. And so, whenever, not saying every time, but when you hear coronavirus, I want us to think about this that King Jesus is still on the throne. (laughs) That he is over all that is going on. The Lord is over us. God is still on the throne. He's in control. Even in that very name crown virus. We can see he didn't get taken by surprise by this. It's a place where I believe the Lord wants us to, to stay in our heart of believing that God's going to work all things together for good. Someone prayed that earlier or said that earlier. Romans eight twenty eight. He causes all things to work together for good. So let that, let that word inspire you uh, and make it a declaration. Jesus, you are Lord over this virus. You are Lord over all of this. And even in the, the, and I'm not making light, it's, it's tragic, those who have come down with this and those who have died. But in the midst of this, even in our own lives and around us, he's at work causing things to happen in a good way. He causes all things to work together for good, Romans 8:28. to those who love him and called according to his name. Philippians 2, 9 and 10, if you talk about Jesus being Lord of all, therefore God has also highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him the name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, those in heaven and on the earth and under the earth. The name of COVID-19 must bow to the name of Jesus. It's created, he is uncreated. Keeping these thoughts in mind. I'm not talking about denial, but let's, let's get God's perspective, right? Whose report are we going to believe? What perspective are we going to live by? It's really possible. Fourth, uh, number five, though. This, this phrase came in my heart as a song on Friday night at, our, at home group. Um, we're singing and Rachel's leading and, and I just started singing. Cancellation is invitation. Cancellation is invitation. How many things have been canceled? Sports, entertainment, you you name it, you know. But these cancellations of our schedules can be seen as invitations to come away with the Lord. As invitations to redeem our time. Now, here's a big key for, in my life for over a, a decade or more now. I ask the Lord to invite me and to escort me. Yeah. I say, Lord, would you give me? Here I am, weak Glen, just, ah. <laughs> would you <laughs> escort me into 2 Thessalonians 3, 5? May it, now, it's a prayer. Paul prayed for the Thessalonian church. Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience and endurance of Jesus. So it's like the the Holy Spirit's ready to say, Glenn, you want me to? Yes, Holy Spirit, help me. The Holy Spirit's called helper. Escort me in, draw me in. It doesn't matter how you feel about a thing. You just say, Lord, would you escort me in? He's inviting us to come away with him. He's inviting us to take time in, in, in the word. He's inviting us to buy oil, to to build, to increase um, the power in our lives, the power to resist sin, the power to help people, to increase holy intimacy and and insight as to what to do. He's giving, when we come away with these invitations, He's going to give us courage. In, In His presence, His fullness of joy, perfect love. Casts out fear. Yeah. That tells me fear is a spirit. Yeah. Or it wouldn't be told it it's to be cast out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So when you are invited into the love of God, his love is perfect. His perfect love is gonna come and cast out all fear. See, I'm not trying to give you a raw, raw message right now, I'm just trying to give you practical things that work when you don't feel a thing. When it's Tuesday afternoon and you've you've got to turn off the news (laughs) and then someone texted you with something and then this and and you're like, oh Lord, invite me away. It's a great time to build relationship where maybe your relationship has been fractured or frayed. Let's redeem the time. The Bible says, Uh, It's up there. The scripture is going to come up there. Uh, Ephesians 5, 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Circumspect, that Greek word from the Greek means to look around and make an accurate assessment of how you should live. Circa meaning like a circumference. Look around and make an, walk this way. Walk with it, making an accurate assessment. Okay, people are, people are shoving each other for toilet paper at HEB. I, I see that. Oh, wait, I see an opportunity here to write someone a letter or to write a new song, or to write some of you may say, you know, I want to write a book. Well, if this, if, With all this kind of disruption that may be happening in these next weeks, let's redeem the time. Let's walk circumspectly. He wouldn't command us to do it if He wasn't going to give us the grace and the ability to do it. I love that. Redeem, i looked that up from just the, the dictionary. It means to comp, one of the definitions of redeem, you know, you usually think buy back something, I redeem my coupon. Also means to compensate for the false or bad aspects of something. So when there's, there's a, a big bad something going on, let's redeem this time because the days are, are, are bad right now out there so we can redeem. All right, so that's uh, number five. Number six, and worship team, you can, uh, worship team can come up, if you would. Number six, and I know this is an old phrase. Some of you have been around a while, but it came, it came strong in my heart, and Sloan said he got the word the other day, because your name means warrior, right? All right. Don't be a worrier, be a warrior. Don't be a worrier, be a warrior. The DNA that God has given us when we said yes to Jesus, our spiritual DNA, all of us, I'm not talking about your personality type. Your DNA is part of of your spiritual DNA is you are a warrior. It's who you are. Paul calls us the army. He, get, he talks about spiritual armor. Yeah. We have on the armor of light. You, most of you know the armor listed in Ephesians 6. So we have a choice. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So when there's, a, when there's something, you either can worry or you can war. And I just pray we all, we all kind of know that, but now's the time when there's really the opportunity to choose. To not just say, Lord, and I, I get it, Lord, give me peace in the storm. But church, I think there's more. Let's not just say, give me peace. Lord, there's something I can do about the storm. Yeah. I can put my foot down and say, come your kingdom. Be done your will. There's there's too much teaching out there in the larger landscape that says, well, God's just going to do what God's going to do. And that is an exemption into passivity. Well, after all, he's just going to do what he's going to do. He's good no matter, well, he is good no matter what, but he's given us power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Last time I read my Bible, I'm preaching to me right now, okay? Don't look at me, oh, you're just saying all that. No, I know what he's given me, but I know we're called to be warriors. In number 16, there was a plague in the land and Moses told Aaron, I think there were 14,000 in that moment that had died from this plague. But later on, there was, there was more out of other things. But Moses told Aaron, high priest, we are kings and priests. He said, take the censer, which was like a, a lamp thing that would smoke, would go incense would go up. Take the censer and go among the people. And it says, then Aaron Ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already begun. So he put in the incense and made atonement for the people. And he stood, the last line there, the last second line. He stood between the dead and the living. So the plague was stopped. He stood like there was a whole group of dead people that had died of the plague, and then there were those who were alive. What is incense for us? It's prayers, it's worship. Cornelius, it's giving. His giving and his prayers have gone up as an incense. Now, if old covenant censor stopped a plague, how much more new covenant? New and better way. The blood of the the God, God blood shed at the cross. And so I believe God's called us now as a church as the church to wave our censor. We are all errands. God's given you a censor. He's called us our president has called us today to stand between the living and the dead. Now do we leave our censor on the table unlit? or do we all take ours up and we pray I I know you're here and you're doing that I know those watching online you're you're standing with us So I'd like us to just take these next moments and uh, and just turn this into a prayer meeting I just like Rachel to lead the worship team to lead and I'm going to leave leave this microphone up here, and you know we usually end around noon. So, um, what, whatever we'll we'll just going to give some time to uh, to prayer for 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 this, and um, I'm leaving this microphone on. So, Lord, we stand. Not bravado and beat our chest like you know, Tarzan or something. This is our time, you know. It's sober, Lord. It's really it's such unknown. But Lord, I believe you've equipped us and you're calling us. to accept your invitation to come away with you. To redeem the time to declare you're on the throne. And Lord, this isn't just a, a little way to end a service. Lord, I'm praying that in these next minutes our prayers really will shift the atmosphere. Especially in Lake Travis and Austin, where our sphere of influence. So I pray over this, your church, the army of God. We accept the commission. Jesus' name. See anyone who feels led, and then may have some singing and then come off of a prayer
1: things like that if y'all want to just uh, agree with me I just thought we could pray the Lord's prayer so I'll just pray the I'll just say the, the phrases and then maybe you can say that after me so our Father who is in heaven may your name be kept holy in this hour May your name be kept holy in this nation. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven this day. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. Lord, forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. And now lead us out of hard testing in this time and deliver us from the evil one. Let's say that again. Let's think about this. You know, it says, lead us out of it means hard testing. So let's pray that by our prayers, we can mitigate the situation in its difficulty level, right? That's what they're going for with some of the social distancing is to flatten out the exponential curve. And and so, Lord, right now, we just say, lead us out of hard testing and deliver us from the evil one and from evil. right now Lord for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory so be it in Jesus' name
2: I thought those verses were profound that Moses commanded Aaron to basically go to the hardest place to go right to the precipice of the living and the dead. So basically, go to the sickest person who is on the brink of, of death, right next to the person who is unaffected. And so I felt, I saw a picture in my heart of us as one congregation traveling in the spirit and with our prayers through faith to even someone in Texas, an elderly person who might be in critical care, they might be in a hospital who they've contracted. The disease is over 57, the last time I heard but probably one or two of these is in really bad shape. So the commandment of this uh, verse from Moses was, Aaron, go to the hardest place and believe that your prayers, your incense, your worship, that the Lord can use that to stop it in his tracks. So that's the invitation. If y'all can join me in this, the Lord, our prayers know no time or space. They can go anywhere that the Lord wants them to. So I want them to go to that hardest hospital, the hardest hospital room where someone is having a hard time struggling to breathe. Um, It might be on the brink. So Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your power, your power to resurrect, your power to heal. The same power that healed Juniper's leg. It's the same power that can revive and kill a virus. or just as you kill these cancer cells right here in this church, you can kill coronavirus. So, Lord, we travel by faith in our hearts to that hospital room, wherever it is in the state of Texas, wherever it is. And by faith, we declare the name of Jesus over that hospital room, over that person, whoever it may be. And if there's multiple, we declare the name of Jesus over that physical body. Heal them by your power, we pray. And stand between the living and the dead. And let the plague stop in that hospital room and go no further. We love you, Lord. We thank you that you're crowned over this disease. We thank you for testimonies of a turnaround from critical care to just being in a normal hospital room to walking out the door. I thank you for light dawning in the darkest time for these specific people battling this. In Jesus' name.
0: a prayer coming you know to pray have us agree with this is open for you it's an open mic
3: i prayed this earlier with the worship team but i feel like more ears need to hear this Uh, this morning i saw a quote and i forgot who it's by but um it was scared world needs a fearless church a fearless body of Christ and right now is as good as time as any to be a fearless body of Christ for for a f- world that feels dark right now and go outside of the church ha! <laughs> yeah he has it as well on his phone that's incredible <laughs> what is his name A.W. Tozer. Tozer okay thanks <laughs> right now is as good as time as any to go outside and actually fill the hearts of people that feel dark right now and have fear with the spirit of a fearless body of Christ. There's power in His name always. Oh, man.